Welcome to the Coffee Kids and Crazy Podcast, a show about creating heart-to-heart connection with your kids. Your podcast hosts, Brittany Serple and Seth Dahl, are here to answer your biggest parenting questions so that you can become a powerful parent. So get ready for breakthrough as I welcome your hosts, Brittany and Seth. Welcome back to Coffee Kids and Crazy. We we are. are here to talk again. Still talking about it. Still talking about sex. Mm-hmm. We Last episode, we talked about sex, porn, and culture. Yep. This one, we want to talk about sex and purity. We are going to continue a little bit where we left off last episode, last month. Um, but before we do that, yep. we have to have our wonderful, our amazing Which meme. I said last time that I, I would do the other meme, mm-hmm. which this is what I was talking about, because I knew we were going to have to do part two. Mm-hmm. So we gave you the magic wand. I one. had the magic wand one. Mm-hmm. How do babies, uh, where do babies come from? Yeah. It's kind of magic, like a magic wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something sort of. Like yeah, that. something yeah. like that. So <laughs> we will post uh, the memes on our social media, and uh, obviously you can find it on the YouTube as well. Yep. But this this meme for today, it says it's a picture. It's a picture of a woman, but it's it's really just kind of a it leads with nobody, not a single person. Ever. Ever. A toddler everywhere having conversations with random people. Vagina. That's what the toddler says. That's what they say. It's a new word that they learned uh-huh. describing their parts and, and they're, they're trying say it out to on every everyone. random stranger they see. In the meat market, <laughs> vagina. In uh, the cereal aisle next to the lady. Magic wands and vaginas. Uh, oh and at my the checkout gosh. aisle. And there's all sorts of wonderful things. I can only they imagine learn. if toddlers are like, "So you have kids? <laughs> you have a magic wand? Do you have a magic wand?" <laughs> oh, the oh. things that are said. The reason this is so good is because we're talking about stuff that people typically think is a challenging conversation and hard. It is. It is. It. But we need to have it. We need to have these conversations. We need to talk about these, and it's good to keep them a little bit light. It's, it's a serious, serious topic, and. It's not as serious as much as it is valuable. Valuable. It, I don't think that sex should be so serious. I don't think because it makes it sound scary. Yes. But it valuable. is. It is a Necessary. valuable conversation that we have been intimidated by. I think it. I don't know if it's Christianity mm-hmm. that has been afraid of it. Oh, totally. Um, so we should. Nobody just else is. <laughs> no, no, they have clearly plastered it all over the planet. Yep. But we're just trying to create value in a way that is uh, helpful. Yeah. Because we shouldn't be afraid of it. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure your kids are going to grow up, get married, and have sex. Yeah. And make babies. Yeah. So with magic wand. Let's <laughs> and vaginas. Yep. So all right, we're gonna go we're into gonna go. the real topic, which yep. we left off with ty- technology. We left off talking a little bit about. We had spoken about ads that pop up yep. when video games that our kids are playing and or not playing we we just discussed a lot of that around technology and yep. how we use it well lauren and i have recently made some adjustments to our technology i know that um when i was there she was so excited about this she's too. so pumped this she is, got it right great. when i was there she loves it yeah so um we i think in <laughs> season two my season one coffee kids and crazy season two we I had said, like, my kids have iPhones. My Mm -hmm. older kids have iPhones. They gave them to us free, so we just went for it. We have really good boundaries with our kids. Our kids are very trustworthy. They've done Mm -hmm. a great job. They have a lot of freedom because of a lot of trust. Um, But the world has also continued to evolve and change. And so 
to have constantly forcing in this. And topic. we, Lauren and I have started having this conversation, which we talked about last episode, is we want to use technology in a way that brings our family together, mm-hmm. not isolates us. And technology has the tendency to go, take this in your room all by yourself, watch your videos, play your games, do your stuff all alone mm-hmm. by yourself yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we we felt like, you know, we want to use this to bring us together, not not separate us, even though yep. we don't feel like it's like causing extreme isolation, it's developing a culture that direction. So, so what Lauren did was she found this phone called the Wise phone, mm-hmm. and so it has not the smartphone, not the smartphone, it's, <laughs> it's wise. wise, it's not smart, it's wise. It literally only does phone, mm-hmm. text, clock. Calendar, right? No, no calendar. Oh. That's the hard part for me. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't switched yet. But no calendar. It has maps, so you can get around, and it does like a flashlight, <laughs> and that's it. But it looks like a smartphone. It's it's on Android, the but excitement it's excitement around the flashlight. Uh huh. Oh, my son, he can <laughs> shake it, and the flashlight turns on. So he's like, Dad, watch. Yeah. He'll he'll flap it around, and the flashlight will turn on, then he flaps it off. It's pretty sweet, and he. He loves it. So he's the first one. The hardest thing for our kids was music. So my daughter loves to listen to music. Her phone is on its way currently. We've purchased it. It's on its way. We're going to sell her iPhone. She's she's going to get this. But we bought them those old iPods. Oh. It's the little touch screen, but it doesn't, not it doesn't have internet. an app store. No internet, no nothing. So you literally have to go buy songs, you remember download how them <laughs> on their, your computer, <laughs> plug it in with a wire. <laughs> and I realized when this was happening, I was like, what? I know how to do this, but this feels so <laughs> foreign to me to plug in a device with a wire. Wave your phone over something. and I know. And or you just class. tell it what to play and it plays it. No, we actually have to buy the songs we want, download them on a mm-hmm. computer, plug it in and, and put them. So, so my son has his music. My daughter's mm-hmm. going to have her music. But then they have these phones that don't have an app store, don't have video games, don't have videos mm-hmm. at all. It can take it has a camera, so it can take pictures. It can send pictures, stuff like that. But the software is very limited yeah. for now. The software is continuing to develop, so they'll have better plans for that. But what they what they've created is they are their whole entire company is designed to protect the family. Mm-hmm. So anything a child or a dad or a mom does on the Wise phone. They can log into the family portal and see what everyone is doing. Mm. There's no secrecy. There's no hiding. Everyone can see every picture, every text, every everything, every location they've gone to. The only people, this is what they've built into, the only people who can pay attention to what you're doing is the family that's connected to this plan. Mm. Google, even though it's an Android phone, they've built it in a way Google cannot track mm. anything that's taking place. Obviously, it's not Apple, so Apple can't track it. Yeah. There's no, there's no, it's not tracking their location. It's not tracking their activity. The only people who can see what's actually taking place on the phone is the family. Wow. Not big tech. The wise so phone. It's wise phone. So okay. we really love it. My son, he's, he's about to hit nine mm-hmm. right now. And he absolutely, like, he and I have texted already mm-hmm. 10 times this morning. We were on a phone call this morning. He just loves to call. He just gets on his phone and calls and talks old school. Yeah. And he just was like, hey, dad, what are you doing? getting ready to get up okay yeah. cool and we just have these these talks but all that to say last time we had conversations around technology we talked about hey you're welcome to play that video game as long as yep. you're playing with mm-hmm. your dad 
to me, that feels very like, oh, we're using technology in a way that's bringing us together. And because someone is there with you, they can help you navigate through some of the stuff that's difficult to yeah. navigate so that you're in charge of creating your culture still, not something else. So all of that to say, when it comes to technology, that's kind of the approach we're taking. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to fully go yet. I have to you know, I'm like, you still have a, do I need to carry calendar? a little calendar with me where I write down the things I need, <laughs> Your pilot. where I'm supposed to be? Now I might just go full on pe paper just and pen. Paper. Just go for it. Go old school. But but I'm, I'm figuring out how to do that as well. Mm -hmm. And here's what's beautiful in this is like our kids, I have it written in our notes somewhere. I don't know but where we're going to get to it. But our kids, like once they they didn't like that idea first. But once they surrender to the idea and it's happening, mm -hmm. like they they really actually like it. They feel the freedom, I believe, mm -hmm. that is has come with. Well, you probably feel safer. Oh, totally. So, so there's we more feel trust safer. that's automatically there. And so there is this freedom that they're experiencing, which they love control. We all know this about humans. So yes. that's got to be part yep. of this experience for them. Yep. It is. They feel the freedom. They feel, you know, they're not having to navigate stuff that's way beyond their age, way beyond their capacity. Mm -hmm. They're just texting whoever they want and calling whoever they want, and we feel all safe. It's right. a it's a good thing. Yeah. Lauren has it. She has the wise phone. Our son has the wise phone. Our daughter's getting the wise phone, and I may be going that maybe. way as M well. Maybe Seth's getting the wise phone. Yep. I think that w what I'm hearing you talk about is your participation of practicing purity mm -hmm. around this sexual culture. Mm -hmm. what, however it would find its way into your home, most of the time it's through technology. Um, sometimes it's through our, their peers uh, and different things, but uh, right now technology is the force that's pressing in, yep. saying this is what sex should look like, this is what you should want, this is what it should, you know, look at this, look at this, you know, all these things. So you are taking an active role in protecting purity mm -hmm. in the age group that they are. Yes. Because they're not they're, there's a partnership in this, but at the same time, it's not full ownership. Yeah. And and that's where Delaney's more in full ownership of it. Right. At, at sixteen. Years at old. sixteen, she it's her responsibility to really manage all the freedoms and all the access and all the permission. And one of the probably biggest struggles I run into with parents with technology is taking it back. Once they've had it. When they've, they've had it or there's been um, trust that's broken, it's hard to take it back. Mm -hmm. And this is where I coined the phrase, you can pair it out of convenience or out of, uh, character because you are you have a choice if, if I'm just going to if I take this away from you then I can't find you then I can't text you mm -hmm. then how are you going to know where to go you're going to whine at me and that's inconvenient uh, oh there's so many things that are inconvenient for my life if I if I really require something different in our culture yeah so Delaney but oh. when was the last time the convenient things were actually healthy oh 
convenient food Stop is at the not quickie mart the most, there's yep. nothing in there the more convenient it is for us <laughs> yeah. probably the worse the, it is for us it's so it, and i mean i heard a message this sunday and it was so good it was all about the god's you know delay and then he does things in love and delay which yep. is a waiting process and yep. we don't like that ever but it is there's something that grows yep. when there's that that waiting so delaney a while ago long while ago a couple years now but um she had a phone she managed it poorly Mm -hmm. it was taken yeah she was without a phone i think we talked about that last year yeah yeah and that was a even we were in the throes of it still Mm -hmm. uh, somewhat or not throes of it it was just more she didn't have a phone still yeah um for uh, over a year she didn't have a phone because he took it back because it was ours because you can't manage it. That's okay. I'd rather us work on a million other things of your character and integrity than give you access to the entire world that's trying to convince you otherwise. Yes. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with, oh, you want to talk to your friends? Oh, you want to schedule something? Here's my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you want to check out social media? Oh, you want to do something? Here's my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with being the odd parent. I'm okay with all of it. We don't do what everyone else is doing. Exactly. We do what God is doing exactly. with us. So last year, around this time, uh, we really felt like there was a shift in Delaney's ownership of her, her purity, her walk with the Lord. I, I mean, there, there's been so many great things that we've seen happen, and obviously the world's going cray-cray. still is a little cray-cray. But, um, More so than ever before, yeah, I, I think. Whatever. Yes. Here we are. Um, but we just our relationship changed. It was totally God. It, God was in all of it and it was beautiful. Um, but Ben and I felt, okay, this is, this is the moment where we are giving back this trust mm-hmm. and ownership in a new way of her purity that yeah. it felt like a release in a lot of ways where she didn't really understand what she had. So we did this, uh, purity ceremony. We took her to dinner um, her father and I, and uh, we sat down and we just had a great time. We both had a letter for her, uh, just t- told her how proud we were of her, just called out the purity in her that we see and what she's done and what she's fought for and just everything about where she is in this moment. And so we give her this purity ring. And this has not been an easy place to get to. No, it's been a process. We've talked about this yeah. before on this show. I mean, it's months ago now, whenever you're listening to this, episodes this back. Is, yeah. But this has not been an easy journey. Like, she had some hard mm-hmm. struggles with this, ha- had some hard stuff happen, but she's made so much progress that yeah. now you're there, you're showing her, you're having a conversation about how much she's made it through, how much she's fought oh, yeah. for, how much she's come back, how much trust is mm-hmm. is present again that you're willing to give her a phone and you're in the middle of this whole, like we are in a completely different place than we were a year or so ago. Right. Yeah. Well, 2019 into 2020 was crazy painful. Mm -hmm. That introduction (laughs) to the end of that year and into the next year. And then again, the world went crazy. So we have fought for so many things, but the biggest thing was staying close Mm -hmm. and, um, and building our relationship and, and building our trust in each other. So a year ago from now, uh, we 
had this ceremony. We did all that. We gave her her purity ring, which her ring is um, two diamonds and then a pink sapphire in the middle. And we said it really feels like it represents mom and dad and, and the Lord and, and you and the Lord are in the middle of this. Like we are rallying around you. There's a prophetic wow. sign in your ring that when you look at it, that's what we see. Yeah. And um, so she got a ring and then we gave her her phone. Which she was. She didn't. Did she know? No, she no. didn't know any of this was happening. She was sh- shocked that she got her phone, and she said, "I feel like you trust me more because you gave me my phone than you did than even this ring." Wow. Because she knows the access that comes with this phone. Yeah. In a way that I'm so thankful she knows because it's very real the access that they have with this phone. Yeah. So we we didn't give her full phone with a phone number and everything there were still restrictions because w- yeah. we didn't want to overwhelm her with yeah you know here's a car you just got your license yesterday right best of luck it, yeah. it it's a process of okay i want you to do a good job nurturing this protecting this and then here's more i yeah. i don't think god gives us more than we can handle and and it felt like that so we got to her uh birthday this summer and that's when we gave her a phone number. Yeah. And she was so happy because it was another layer of that trust and I freedom. am doing such a good job of protecting wow. your heart and this walk of purity that you trust me again. And it has been so profound for our relationship that we didn't just say, here you go. Yeah. And never address it again. It was, here you go. You're doing such a great job. Here you go. You're doing such a great job. And because of that, her desire to take care of our heart mm-hmm. has grown tremendously. Yeah. And her her participation in protecting this purity measure, I mean, she's the one that leaves her phone out, not in her room at night. She's the one that will come in and have conversations when there's a conversation with the boy happening. What do I do? The, it is fully, uh, I, there's so much access to her heart yeah. because of the, the process in which we chose to do this and not being influenced by, by the world's viewpoint. If you love Brittany and Seth on the Coffee Kids and Crazy podcast, you'll love them on social media. We'll do clips and quotes from the show as well as a look into their lives. Go follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Serple and at Seth Dahl. And, And that's, I think, a really key thing for sex and purity is as not letting the world set a standard for how this is supposed to go. Yes. It's really about what is God asking yeah. you to do with your family. Yeah. And that whole thing too of you witness the power of giving this back to her. She witnessed yeah. the power of the freedom, the trust that's there. But before that you had to take it away. Oh yeah. And that was that, that was hard. That removal of something like a phone is very much can be misinterpreted by a kid to go, you don't love me, you Mm -hmm. don't care about me. Mm -hmm. We're actually removing a phone or changing how we use technology, changing all this stuff, uh, making these adjustments is is an act of love. That delay, Mm -hmm. that slowing down, that waiting, God saying not yet, but you're going to get this at some point. Here's what I need in order for you to get this, whatever, God doing that is an act of love and now your daughter goes wow you took away my phone a year ago or a couple years ago 
I wasn't managing it well. Mm-hmm. Now you're giving it back, and she has so much appreciation, so oh, yeah. much value. But she can also see that you taking it away that time mm-hmm. was an act of love, yeah. was an act of care, was the was the diamonds coming around the sapphire and surrounding her and holding her. Like I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing to go. Hey, why would why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. What is it? It's all love. It's because we love them. Yep. Yeah, take the phone. <laughs> if you need to swap the phone, if you need to switch things up, even if they misinterpret it at first, and it's painful, like, well, you're on the other side of the journey now. Like, yeah. it was painful to take the phone, I'm sure. Difficult. Oh, so painful. Because it is, there is confusion. It feels like punishment. And the language always was, uh, until I feel safe mm-hmm. or like a genius, mm-hmm. I'm going to hold on to this. Yeah. It wasn't ever a no. Yeah. It wasn't ever, a, a, this is never going to be redeemable. You get this. Uh, it yeah. was always hopeful. Yeah. It is It is up to you to restore this. Yeah. And I am willing to let you restore I'm, this. I'm going to wait here with open arms for uh, however long this takes. The other really fun part that happened with the purity ring ceremony is we came back to the house and there's about 30 people at the house waiting that surprised oh, yeah. her. And we all took communion together. And then they all just prayed and prophesied over her and... Um, some people gave her different gifts. Uh, she was just wrecked, wasn't she? She was, and, and it it just felt like the season that we had come out the year before, it, it was just confirming that no matter what mistakes our kids make in the process of owning their purity walk and, and owning that responsibility, that there's there's no staining. That's the most beautiful part about Jesus is there's no staining. Yeah. And, and wider than snow. And so to be able to have a community that rallied around to say that and in a, in a, a way that felt tangible was just so healing for, for a young person because it, they do feel like their, you know, their lives are everything. So a mistake feels like it's forever. But yeah. to be able to remind them that there's no stains when, you know, we give it to the Lord, it's. It was powerful. She's been through the fire and doesn't smell like smoke. Yeah. She's come on for sure. So that's the, again, I think you've got to set the standard. You've got to be willing to have the hard conversation. You have to be really willing to, to go against the grain. I don't know how many times she said, I don't have a phone number, but you can text my mom. Yeah. Um, I don't have a, and, and I was afraid of the, are you going to feel embarrassed or, and we talked about that. She goes, ah, I was at first, but it's kind of like whatever now. And we've even talked about social media because she didn't have any of those um, on her phone. And we were talking about it. And I said, what do you think about that? And she says, well, I, I want it, but I'm, f- I'm not sure if you want me to have it. I said, well, I want to know that you're going to manage your heart well. Because that world of social media tells you. Your head and you your heart and your parts. Exactly. Yeah. I want you to manage your head, your, your, your heart, how your you part. manage your thumbs, you manage <laughs> your head, head, thumbs, your heart, heart, heart. Your par- yeah, <laughs> starts, it all starts with the thumbs right now. It does. <laughs> but I said, can you not be cruel to yourself because of what you see on social media? She said, I don't know. I said, until you can answer that with confidence, I don't know why you need it. Yeah. And she said, Okay. I said, you're always welcome to look on mine, your friends or whatever, but I just don't want you to change who you are if you don't feel like you're able to stand in that wave. I mean, it's kind of, 
you ever been in those wave pools? Yeah. At, uh, there, I mean, no they matter will, how tall you are in it, you are still life. moving. Yes. yes. And so as soon as you get through the one, the next one hits you. Yep. And, and they keep coming. And I, I'm not, I, again, I said, I don't, you can have it, but can you answer this question? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love the honest conversation of why do I need it? What am I looking for? Mm-hmm. And can I manage it? Yep. And she doesn't have an answer for it yet, so she she's not pushing it. on it. I love it. So good. So this is one of those conversations that we as parents, yeah, we need to have it. We need to be engaged in this. This is just beautiful. It's how we shape culture. It's how we protect the purity that our kids mm-hmm. have and all that stuff. Um, you went into this, though, even though there was fear around it. Oh, so much fear. You went in with a vision, right? So there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, and it's it can be really easy to go, let me allow fear mm-hmm. to drive this. Oh, yeah. Let me allow the culture that's c- trying to invade through technology, whatever, let me allow fear to be the one that makes my decisions for me rather than vision, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. you're, you know, the whole time you kind of have this thing in your heart of like, oh, I want, I know what I want for my daughter. I know what I have for my daughter. I know what I want for my kids, my boys. I know what I want. I have a vision for our family and how this plays out. Even though the fear is swirling all around, you, you, it's better mm-hmm. to be motivated by vision, oh, not not the fear. Well, well, fear changes your goal. Fear puts you in a position of surviving a moment, and it actually, uh, it feels like it turns you into almost a selfish swirl. I am consumed by my fear. They're gonna they're gonna die. They're gonna make a horrible choice. I'm gonna have to live with this. I I my attention be stained forever. I I'm gonna my attention. <laughs> even though it's all about them, is so focused on and consumes me. So I can't lead out of a place of fear. I can't lead and do anything productive when I have made fear my goal. So I have to look at this, uh, the sinking ship I am on. What am I going to do? Because I can just stay here in the captain's quarters and think about the ship's going to go down. It's going to go down. We are sinking. We're going to die. It's going down and not do anything. Or I can look at this going, this ship is going down. What am I going to do about it? Where's the lifeboat? Where's the lifeboats? How many people can we get what on? Ca- what is, are we going to do? What's the strategy? What calls can I make? I mean, I have to figure out how I keep moving to get myself out of this situation. Because if I just stare at the fear, I, yeah. I stay in it. And... For her, she had a lot of fear in it as well. Um, and I, if she's in living in fear and I'm living in fear, no one's going to move from it. Yeah. It's going to consume us and it's going to define us, yeah. which is probably what motivated me the most is I looked at this situation and I looked at what we were facing and I, and I said, this will not define you. And if you've ever read any of my dad's books, mm-hmm. you've heard a story about me when I lost my mind and I did mm-hmm. something really stupid and really scary. We've talked about that before. Yep. And if I, uh, if my parents stayed there, I would have been consumed by it. But they had a vision that said we have to think ahead. And there's a role that, that shift as parents from coaches to cops from and companions. I mean, it, it all... We have seasons of different of roles. Yes, we do. And at different times. And she's still in my home. She's not out of my home. 
She's not 18 yet. And so I am going to keep casting vision. And now the goal is that I hope that she partners with me. Yeah. That, that my vision is loud and clear enough that she sees it and goes, I want to do that, rather yeah. than I have to hold her through it. Yeah. And so I'm shooting up flares going this way, this way, this way. And she did. She saw the flares and go, okay, this way, this way. And, and that's really the season that I embraced was this will not define her because I have enough vision for who she is. And the Lord was really the saving grace in all of that because it was, I was the most hated person in the house. Yeah. Um, but it was, I don't know. I was a lucky winner on, I hate you the most and you're the most evil person. And, but on the other end of it, I'm the, I have probably the closest relationship oh, yeah. because Obvious. of. I mean, this morning we're drinking coffee and, and she's there and. Last night, too, we're all sitting around. She's sitting there near you. I mean, on another couch, but we're all just sitting there. But you can tell, like, oh, you and her have an incredibly strong connection. She's sitting there with her phone. She's passing it to me to look at something. We're looking at videos together. Dad's there, Ben. The -hmm. whole family's there. But it's like just watching breakfast this morning, watching last night, it's like, yeah, your relationship is stronger Oh yeah, your connection is stronger. It was totally probably severed completely because oh, she's running away as fast yeah. as she can from you, mad at you, angry at you. But now, it's like quite strong. Yeah, well, and that's fear was not my goal, yeah. and it did not dictate my vision. Um, and I, any parents that are in, I call the toddler parents. They're in the trenches. You know, yeah. yes, keep doing fun or room. I know we say that a lot, but that's that feels like the impossible thing. Yeah. You're in it. Keep staying there. You get into the the teen years and the other side of this and you get the disrespect or you get the really messy, painful mistakes yeah. that feel like it's going to take you down. I mean, there's moments where I felt like I couldn't breathe because of the pain. I felt like I couldn't get out of my head of is this really happening? Is this really what I'm facing right now? And then you have the, oh, I'm the parenting person. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? This is really fun for me. Mm-hmm. If you know my personality, you know I'm, I was dying. But that's the moment of the choice. Fear can define my goal. Or I can let the Lord do it and cast a vision that's greater than this moment that's going to pull us through the chaos. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And so, you know, here we are years later and... I have a, you know, she had her 16th birthday and I said, well, who do you want to invite? What do you want to do? You know, all these different things. And do you want us to come or just one parent to come? And she said, no, everybody comes because that's who I'd want to hang out with. And it's because we have such a, an invested relationship that we were all willing to fight for. So get back in the game. Get back in the game. Get back in the game. It's It's the best thing that you can do. No matter how many punches you get thrown at, get back in the game. If the ship is sinking, there's something you can do. Yes. It's not, you do not have to go down this with it. This is not the final hour. There's still, I mean, there's goodness on, on every morning. And that, that, that verse, you know, waking up and knowing his grace, there's new, new, new grace for me. And there's new, there's new for me every morning. It's coming. It's coming. I just have to go. I just have to sleep long enough to wake up to the morning, and I have it. It's available. So, 
come on. Yeah, we we want you to be motivated by vision as well and actually think about this stuff, talk about this stuff, get a vision for what you yeah. want for your family so you can make decisions, hard decisions, hard conversations, get the lifeboat, get the life jackets, yeah. get the people, throw them in there and get get yourself off the sinking ship. Have a vision for what you're doing with your family, with your kids, with each other mm -hmm. so that you can develop culture, protect purity. And define sex as the beauty that it is and, and the covenant that it was designed for. Yeah. Um, and that be courageous. Be courageous in tackling those things. Because um, I, on the other end of it, can guarantee it is life-changing. And worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Yep. What a valuable conversation uh -huh. this is. All right. Well, we, yep. we believe in you guys, and you've got this. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. Never miss an episode of the Coffee Kids and Crazy podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Loving on Purpose YouTube channel. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time.